Hey, everybody, it's your boy Bigger T coming at you for the Big C and Bigger T podcast. Coming at you on YouTube, on on um, Spotify, on Apple, on Amazon, on any of those other places. I Tune in radio, iHeartRadio, any of those places you listen to podcasts. Listen, y'all, this is a special week. Um, normally, we would be covering the regional baseball tournament you know, the, and, and talking about the super setting up for the super regional, we're excited for the Razorbacks. We're so proud of them, but this week we had an opportunity that we could not pass up. And it's an opportunity of a lifetime for us. We got an opportunity to interview one of our heroes as a Razorback, a guy that we uh, looked up to as high school students as he was playing for Nolan Richardson, the one of the triplets in the May Day era, Oliver Miller, the center, the shot blocker, the man with the quick feet and the and the quick hands and the soft hands and the great passer and shot blocker, the man, Oliver Miller. We uh we got to interview him, and so we're, we're excited to share this with you. We couldn't wait to get it out. And so this week, we won't be doing a, a regular episode talking about uh, the baseball team and stuff like that. We're going to do that next week, okay? We'll, we'll cover that all next week. This week, we wanted to, to put this out there. Now, during this episode, we're watching the last game of the regional against Oklahoma State. We got it going on in the background. You're going to see Oliver. He's going to let out a hog call, you know, and everything. And we're going to, uh, you know, we're watching the game as it goes. So you're going to see. And one of the neat things is you see just how big of a Razorback fan Oliver Miller is. It's so neat to see that. He's a guy that's given so much to the school and to just Razorback fandom over the years. I mean, we talk about how his group, those guys built a foundation, built a foundation in my life because just the time of my life that they came into it that we got to see the Razorbacks on the national stage. And so um, just to see him being the big Razorback fan that he is, man, it's so cool. Um, now, this episode, we do have a little language in there, okay? So, uh, uh, but that's okay. We're, it's, it's a great interview. Listen, Oliver is a class act. He did not have to do this. We reached out to him on Twitter. And he and he responded and and uh, he was quarantined because he tested positive for COVID. But uh, man, he he couldn't have been a cooler guy. It could have been more of a fun conversation. Uh, just a just an awesome awesome thing. And so I want to thank y'all for listening to this. If it's your first time listening to us because you saw the Oliver Miller thing, uh, man, go back and listen to some of the other episodes. They're all. In, a, in either YouTube or, or Apple or Spotify or wherever uh, you can see Podbean. You can see some of the older ones. Uh, listen to them and see what you think. Uh, we're glad you're here. Uh, share this with your friends. Let them know about it. Uh, anyone of you knows that oh, Razorback, uh, there's a Razorback basketball fan, let them know about it because this is a, a really cool interview. And you're going to hear some behind the scenes stuff, some stories. We'd never heard shared before from any of those players about the UNLV game and the locker room and, and uh, some other recruiting stories about Nolan Richardson. The story he tells about when Nolan comes to his house and what he was wearing is classic, y'all. Um, so just enjoy this. Thank y'all so much. As, as always, it, we are humbled that anyone would listen to us. But thank you. So many of y'all listen to us all the time. So many of you right now may be giving us a shot. And so thank you for that. I hope you enjoy this. Let us know what you think. Get on Twitter and, and Facebook and Instagram and let us know what you think about this episode and uh, respond to it and, uh, and share it with other folks. All right. Love y'all. Thank y'all. And uh, enjoy Big O joining the Big C. And bigger T. Can it get a better natural fit? I, I, I submit that it cannot. One, two, three, five. You ever seen a lame man work? Ever heard a 
excited this is big time the big c and bigger t podcast has never been bigger not only do you have your what? dang it oh i'm sorry <laughs> not only do you have your boy bigger t as always with my co-host big c clint clark how you doing clint and i'm fa- i'm fantastic i'm fantastic i can keep up with the game now without keeping up with the big without the game because big o's watching the game Okay, well, that's enough of you. Now, I need to tell about our guest. Yeah, I'm sorry, I was shut up. Okay, we're, we're Frank, shut up right now. But now we got the, the one and only, the Arkansas great, the best shot blocker to ever play the game at Arkansas, had the best hands, the best passer, could throw a baseball pass and put it in the bread basket of Ty Day like nobody's business. <laughs> Big O, Oliver Miller, Arkansas Hall of Famer. Big O, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How you guys doing? Man, we are so excited to have you on here. I can't tell you. Uh, you know, we're the age. We're um, I'm 46. Clint's about to be 46. But we were kind of at the age when you were playing. You know, that's when we fell in love with Razorbacks, baby. I mean, that, you know, the football team wasn't so great around then. You know, I mean, we, we weren't quite in the Hatfield days where we got a lot there. But watching y'all, man, you, um, you know, you fueled that fire for us with the Razorbacks. I man. really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. And uh, now, now people often, play. when I would play pickup games, they compared me and you, but they said I didn't have the talent baggage. <laughs> <laughs> That's the big part. That's the big part. That's the big part. Well, man, tell us about where you're living, what you're doing now, just to kind of keep us. Uh, Right now, I'm just uh, retired, um, play golf, spend time with my grandkids. That's about it. Um, Try to catch as much Razorback games as I can, either football, basketball, baseball, softball. You know, I watch our golf. uh, Ooh, wee. That was a big cut. I watch our golf team as well, but you know they got that big blondie up hitting right now. So right. you know, two men on bottom of third, one out. So That's let's right. go, Hawks! Let's go, baby! <laughs> you know, and just for, for everyone's information, we're we're doing this during the regional finals against Oklahoma State. Okay, so um, <laughs> get distracted a little bit. You know, yeah, you gotta forgive. It, it, we may be in the middle of a question, and we just stop talking for a second, or. Oliver made stop. Okay, it's because we're we're. Uh, okay, I'm I'm good. I'm good. Let's go. <laughs> we'll be done before the end of it. Hopefully, the way these games have gone, man, five hours. We'll be done way before. Oh my God, yeah. twenty runs here, twenty runs there. I mean, that's unheard of. Oklahoma like, State, what a hundred runs in two days? It's like church league softball out there, man. Man, they hitting grapefruits, ain't they? Yeah. I wish we could just find that strike zone and trust our defense and do what we need to do. That's right. Yep. Well, man, uh, tell us, just start us out with, you grew up in Fort Worth, correct? Right. And uh, were you, were the Hogs on your radar growing up? Was that a team you kind of watched some, or was it more when you started getting recruited when they got on your radar? Um, I was getting recruited by a lot of Texas teams, but I didn't want to go to any Texas teams because, you know, I was from Texas, and I know I'd be home every weekend and, you know, probably being in trouble. Um, it's funny because – I took a visit to Oklahoma right after they lost to Kansas in national championship right before I came to Arkansas. Mm. And, uh, okay, it's a pop out. We good. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) um, So I took the visit there and, you know, playing pickup ball with the guys and, you know, Stacey King came up to me. He's like, you know, you're not going to play in if you come here. So I'm like, huh? So... (laughs) When I went to Arkansas, I was riding with Coach Richardson. He had the 500 uh, Mercedes little two-door convertible. Oh, so man. me and him jammed up in this little car. And um, 
He was like, I just got a call from Oklahoma. They said, um, I'm wasting my time. Can you commit it to them? I said, no, nah, coach, I didn't commit to them. Hmm. So it was roll week. And um, I went to uh, catfish rolling S with SAEs. And um, they treated me like, you know, I was already part of the team. They made me feel like I was home. I loved it, you know, even though the campus was kind of dead at that time that I took my visit, but, you know, it was, it was a good visit. Um, and I just decided because Arkansas always came to Texas to play. So that would give my mom an opportunity yeah. to always see me play. So that was a big decision as well with Coach Richardson being the coach. Man, that's cool. Oh, we got out of it? Yes! <laughs> Yes, I'm sorry, fellas. We no, no, don't, don't you dare apologize. Don't, don't you dare apologize. Man, that was close. I, you know, because we, we do appreciate you coming on during the game. I'm trying to keep up with on my phone, but this is even better. Like, I just watched Big O's reaction. I know good things are happening. Right? Man. But, yeah, that's what happened. Uh, I just decided to come to Arkansas, and it's like, you know, once I got there, um, it's like I was part of it already. You know, I haven't even made a layup. I haven't even practiced or nothing, but I just felt at home. Now, uh, and I know Nolan had a huge part of that, I'm sure, playing for him. Yeah, but, you know, I, I, uh, a lot of, I, I put a question on uh, Twitter by asking me questions, and um, a lot of people don't know that he came to my house and he had on uh, some bright pants, uh, a polka dot shirt, and some red boots. And he came to my house for the visit, and I'm like, "Mama, close the blinds. I don't want nobody." To see. <laughs> he, had, he had that drip before having drip was cool. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. So he was sitting there talking, Coach Edgar at the time, and you know they was talking so long, I, I kind of dozed off. <laughs> and then my mom nudged me, but you know I got away with it. But you know, once I got there, you know, um, I was just ready. Yeah. It, was, it was fun. No, y'all had an incredible squad. I mean, y'all really did. Yeah, yeah, we did. But, you know, it's, it's just that random somebody always better, I guess, that beat us. But, you know, we yeah. had, you know, with the four years, I had the most wins and less loss in the four year. So our class holds the best rec winning record percentage. That's yeah, awesome. yeah, and y'all won some, and, and we're in some exciting games, man. Oh, yeah, was, <laughs> you know, exciting games. Uh, and you got to play against some some great teams and great players up there. Tell us about that UNLV game. I know you get asked about that all the time. Well, it was it was challenging, you know, we were going through the war at the time, and mm. people were protesting mm. that we shouldn't play the game. and. You know, here I am, a young kid, inner city kid, and not used to all this uh, being on CBS, the big game of the week and all that. And we have to get a police escort to get to the gym, which was crazy. But yeah. um, it was just a hype for that. For the two weeks leading up to the game, it was just, what are we going to do with Vegas? They're number one, you're number two. I'm mm -hmm. like, well, we still got some Southwest Conference games to compete with. You know, we had to play Rice right before we played Vegas. We had to play Houston on the road. So it was a challenge before we even got to the game. So, but once those lights came on, I was ready. I was ready. It was it was a great game. It was a nice challenge. But, you know, I gave my all, but they just had too much weapons. Yeah. yeah. Now, now did y'all give Todd Day a hard time about that punch he threw? Coach Richardson did. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was like a fadeaway jab. Man, I don't yeah, blame we him. In, we came in the next day watching film, and Coach made us. He just kept rewinding, like, look at him. Oh, that's perfect. Day, he ain't, he ain't going to swing on Mr. Johnson. He ain't going to swing on the referee. Look at him. Mr. Johnson, break your little ass in half. You know? and at the time, me and Coach Stellick, we were so tight that he would – our, our locker room was a horseshoe, mm -hmm. and I, I I would be at the at the end of it, and Coach Stella would be at the front of the room, and man, he would look at me, I look at him, and we both lean back in the locker, and we just be laughing our tail off, man. It's just, and 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 it was like, uh, you remember the principal in Porky when, it, when she was talking about she seen the wing whacker, and then <laughs> the principal was over there laughing. That was how Coach Stella was in the corner just laughing. I was just, <laughs> oh my god, it was just great.
I mean, that's an awesome story. There. <laughs> I'm happy I asked now because I figured the boys gave me a hard time. Like, come on now. But oh, no- I got back to my room and, you know, back then we had answer machines and my answer machine was full. Like, man, tell your boy he's sorry. Tell your boy he's getting his ass with me. <laughs> I'm like, wow. But hey, Grandma you know, we, was no joke. He was a thick Yeah, man. we really didn't give him much hard time about it because, you know, we, we all really knew. We knew what the deal was, but it was it was a good experience. Hey, they made a lot of shots though, man. Oh yeah, they made a we lot. We need of to get that number ten retired. Now that Jalen is gone, we yeah. need to petition to get number ten retired. And he's the all time lead. Oh, home run, baby! Home run! Yeah. Get out the That's park, baby. baby! Yes, sir! <laughs> Woo! Let's call the pogs, baby! Woo! Let it go, seventeen. Hey, Sleepers. Dude, that was awesome. Was that Slavin? Slavin? Yeah, Slavin. Yep, name? Slavin's. Hey, hit it. You got it out the park, baby. Yeah. yeah, they just showed the girl talking about we love bacon. We finna feed you some bacon. <laughs> That's right. Feed some bacon. It's good old sweet bacon. That's right. <laughs> now, when you're in Arkansas and y'all had a good team, so you know the student section has always showed up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because I tell, because I played, I played D2 football at Arkansas Tech. Well, I was on the team. Plans and over exaggeration, but I was on. So I always enjoyed a good, you know, a good student section that could make me laugh. Right. <laughs> I mean, who, who were the good ones that made you laugh? That, that you're like, this is. Dope. I can't even be mad. Um, you know, to be honest, no one has matched ours. The only people that 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 were that was kind of funny was the Antlers from Missouri. Oh, Missouri, yeah. Because when you get out the bus. They would line up where you have to walk through them mm. to get to the gym. Yeah. And coach, before every time, coach would say, you better not touch none one of them motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> so we yeah. have to walk through there just as humble as can be. Yeah. Not say a word, not do anything. Yeah. But, you know, it, it was all fun. But no one topped our student section. I mean, it, it got so bad one time. We beat TCU. By 60, and they started cheering for TCU and booing us. And <laughs> I love it. I mean, you can't, I mean, I got bored too. So, <laughs> now when they played, uh, or when you played, was that when the student section would hold up the paper when the other team was announced? Yeah, they started. They like, Who's yeah. he? Yeah, <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah, yeah. I so think cool. they got that from Duke. Duke yeah, started that. Yeah. yeah, and that was so cool. <clears throat> well, you like I said, you played with greats, and of course, the three studs of the team was you, Day, and Mayberry. Mm-hmm. Who's some the guys that probably don't get as much play when we talk about how great that team was? Who's the guys that kind of did some things that people may not have noticed, may not have showed up on the stat sheets like y'all stuff did? Uh, to be honest, man, our team was so deep. And talented. Mm-hmm. It's just that coach just, you know, whenever he figured that, like with Sean Davis, Bo Davis, mm-hmm. he was good, talented. Yeah. He just that, you know, in some of the games, he just didn't have enough confidence in himself to show that he did because in practice, Sean, Roosevelt Wallace, all those guys, they really helped me get mentally prepared because they brought it to me. Rich Morris. Yeah. And Isaiah Morris, you know, all those guys. But, you know, our team was so stacked and deep. So we can go, you know, it doesn't matter. We go from Lee all the way down to the walk-on. I mean, those guys were talented and they just brought – everybody brought different different stuff to the game. So different guys stepping up all the time. Yeah. Now, there was one time that – I forget what game it was. Um, but Sean Davis threw you an alley-oop. But it looked awfully like a – <laughs> air ball three was it an uh, air ball three or was it an alley i can't remember that one okay <laughs> but knowing <laughs> sean it probably was a pass <laughs> okay <laughs> i now, give sean the benefit of the doubt <laughs> one thing me and travis have always agreed upon is no one nobody in college basketball guarded shaquille o'neal better than you That's well it was a challenge because you know we were going into the sec and you know we we dominated the Southwest Conference, and 
And these guys come in saying we're not worthy and we shouldn't come in. And, you know, all I kept hearing about is Shaquille O'Neal, Shaquille O'Neal, seven foot two guy. I'm like, I don't care. You know, I'm a man just like he is, but all respect to Shaquille. He is a great player, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's coming up. I'm not going to sit up here and be like, oh, no, I don't yeah. care. You know, bring it on. Let's go. So it just like, like when we played against Arizona, and they had three big Stokes. Uh, Sean Rooks, Brian Wick, uh, and uh, Lambot, whatever his name, he changed his name to. Mm-hmm. But, you know, playing against those guys, and then, you know, that helped me get ready for Shaq. But, you know, it's just, yeah. man, it was, it was, that man a beast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did what I had to do. I took him away from the basket. I made sure I, I hit our open guys for shots, and that, that helped us bring the victory. Yeah. Well, yeah, didn't you block him one time and put, like, he tried to go up and you just set him right back down? Yeah, I blocked the shot and I damn near broke my thumb because my, my thumb got caught between the rim and the ball. And all that force, he was coming behind. You know, oh, yeah. I just played it off. I never, you know, even in the NBA, when he caught me one of them old ham hocks, them forearms or, or them, these big old things, yeah, I never let him see that it got to me. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, you know when I got to the bench, I I tell the <laughs> trainer, I'm like, "Hey, come here." I'm like, kind of woozy, yeah. but I never let him. I never let no one see. But you know, it was yeah. good. Yeah, you can't. You no, can't. That's like those Razorback baseball players that were getting yeah. hit by pitches the other night. <laughs> you know, they they got to act like it doesn't hurt, but you know they're <laughs> they're going. Oh, it's trust me. When you get hit by a pitch, it hurts. Oh yeah, trust me. Like I said on and like I said on uh, Twitter. Baseball is my best sport, but you know I've been hit by pitches. But man, yeah. I don't think they throw as hard as they don't throwing now. But oh, yeah. what positions you play in baseball? Where I play every play? position, but second, short, and center field. The speedy spots. Right. You had a good glove, didn't you? Yeah, I love playing left field or catcher. And somebody tried to tag up on me. I remember one time yeah, I was playing man. left field, a guy tagged up, and he tried to tag go home and. He just said, the only thing I heard was a ball whistle by my ear. <laughs> and I tagged him out. It was, it's, baseball is real fun, man. It's just a challenge. No, baseball was my favorite sport. I just never was ever, I was never good at it. Yeah. <laughs> never, I never was, uh, like, I've struck out in softball before. That ought to tell oh, you. Oh, he just got hit by a pitch. Speaking of hits. Yeah. Well, and. He got hit in the uh, shoulder. Looked like the head. Well, big old Clint and I, too, you know, we. Uh, we were the type of guys they just looked at us and said, "Yeah, go to the football field. <laughs> Get away from that round, those round balls. We're gonna give you the oblong one, man. Just go." Um, did you ever play football? Yeah, I played football in middle school. I was a center and defensive end. Okay. Did you like it or just in just basketball? Nah, I didn't like it. It just made me play because of my size. Yeah. But, you know, I was really into baseball and basketball. But when mm-hmm. I got to high school, I made the decision to stick with basketball because the baseball coach was a racist. Mm-hmm. And he even told me, I don't play black kids. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I go somewhere well, else. I guess I just go to basketball. <laughs> so, and it was all good. I mean, I wish I would have walked on to Arkansas and tried to pick it up again. But, no, I did okay with basketball. Well, man. Yeah, I mean, I'd say. How many <laughs> years did you play in the NBA, Big O? Nine. Nine. So, yeah. Yeah, you, you started you out. I mean, how, what? I mean, an awesome start getting drafted 22nd by the Phoenix mm-hmm. Suns. So, you, you go to a good team. Right. You know, you, you go in there. You already have – you have Barkley. You have uh, Marley, Kevin Johnson, all those guys. What was it like you know, in your rookie year? Y'all make the finals, correct? Well, it's crazy because Charles was my idol, and I looked yeah. up to Charles, and he just got He's traded. my favorite player of all time, too, man. And um, we were sitting there doing the draft, and my best friends were there, and, and I was supposed to go to New York. Then I was supposed to go to Detroit. Mm-hmm. So then when Phoenix came up, my best friend looked at me and said, you about to get drafted. I'm like, okay, I hope so. So when they – Called me out. Everybody got champagne, and I sprayed everybody, but I'm the only one that was dry. <laughs> so then when I'm looking up, 23rd pick was Lee, 
And my mama started calling the hogs like, <laughs> yeah. she's like, y'all back to back. Yeah. You know, it, was, it was all good. Yeah. Now, Mark West was the starting center. Yeah. You know, you know what's crazy is when I, when I came, instead of him not embracing me to help me, he worked out with me and he helped me. And, you know, I give him all the respect because here I am coming in. I can come take his job. Yeah. But instead of him being, you know, an asshole about it, he's been a really good friend to me still to this day. And he helped me out a lot. And that's probably why he had such a good long career. Uh-oh. We scored two more runs, baby. That's, that's what I'm talking about. Who Who got that hit? So what is it? If, if we win and who lose, we get home? Uh, North Carolina, but it don't. It ain't looking good. I'm just gonna tell you, North Carolina. Oh, it ain't looking good. No, they were up pretty good earlier. Well, I was gonna try to make a, a trip home and throw out a per, first pitch if they make it back. That's right. Now, I did. Now I've got a bone to pick with Twitter because I, when you first launched your Twitter, I'm like, Big O deserves the blue check mark. <laughs> Big O deserves. You know, I messed that up. I messed that up because I didn't know how to set it up. <laughs> they asked me certain questions. I'm like, I don't know. So yeah, they said I can retry again, but it's yeah. all good. I mean, the people, if, if you want to find me, I'm not private or anything. You look me up. I'm all good. It's just, you know, yeah. I like having fun. Well, I'm I got more followers on Twitter than I do on Instagram. That's the crazy part. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got, I got a question I got to ask you, Big O. Okay. I, no one else remembers this play that I talked to. But I remember it, and I think it was in the finals your rookie year. You on a Michael Jordan was driving, and about the free throw line, you got switched up on him, and he's trying to dribble around you, and you reach around him and poke the ball out, and then go around him and get it, and you throw it out to Charles for a fast break. Mm-hmm. And Charles is laughing so hard that you just stole it from Jordan that he dribbled the ball out of bounds mm. instead of going down for the fast break. Do you remember that play? I don't remember that one. I remember Charles moving out the way, getting me dunked on by Scottie Pippen. <laughs> <laughs> that played very vigorously. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, with Michael, he was so competitive that if you block this shot, he's going to come at you harder. Yeah. If you rip him, he's going to come at you. I probably did rip him. I remember ripping Kobe Man. one time, and Kobe's like, Man, I forgot how fast your hands were. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, I know one time I was a rover guy. I just go random trap. You and get Michael excited. The ball. He was backing <laughs> up toward half court, and he's like, come on out here, young fella. And he stuck his tongue, and I'm like, bullshit. And I ran right back to the paint. <laughs> oh, we got another hit, baby. I told you, go get us out in a second. Woo! Oh, nothing, baby. Yeah, they want some bacon. Be careful what you ask for. We got that little right. fatty bacon. That's right. I'm that, sorry, fellas. No, no, you, no, you good. No, we have, we're, we're having a great time. Trust me. Yes. Oh. <laughs> um, now, who, now, who in the NBA, who was the toughest one you, for you to guard that you had? King to... Elijah one. Okay. I can see that. Hold I on, real that. quick, fellas. Hold on, real quick. We'll talk amongst. We can edit that out. Yeah. Or we can just leave it. Who cares? Leave it. Yeah, just leave it. If we're talking to all of them. Awesome. Yeah. We are. We are. Oh, all right, I'm back. Got a little hot. Gotcha. No. Yeah, that uh, the dream shake was tough to guard, wasn't it? It was everything he did was tough. You gotta understand, he was a three man built in a five man's body. Yeah. Team Elijah was quick, great feet, agile, and you just had to be. If he did this, you just be still. But I remember one time he was a dream shake and he'd be running down the court and he's like, what happened to you? I said, Keem, I trip you. Don't 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 do that shit. <laughs> don't try to embarrass me. <laughs> now was he? He's probably about 6'10", 6'11", something like that. Yeah, but he played a lot bigger than that, didn't he? Even. Yeah, he was. He was, and he was long. Him and Patrick Ewing were long, so it was kind of hard to challenge those shots. Patrick Ewing was. I, I figured you did well against Patrick Ewing because. 
he couldn't push you around like he did other people. Well, he couldn't push me, but at the same time, he was just so long and it was hard to get his shot because he had it so hard and he was a seven footer. So I had seven foot arms, but I didn't have a seven foot body. So yeah. it was kind of hard to challenge him. And he had that old man strength was a rookie. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was, you know, he's one of those guys that when he was 18 looked like he was 35. <laughs> now, Bigo, I have a I have a vivid memory of you being on 1037 The Buzz mm-hmm. and doing a killer Avery Johnson impersonation. <laughs> now, do I remember that correctly, or was I drunk that day? I haven't had some I drank in quite some time. It probably it probably was both. Let me let me tell you guys. You know when you go down here, you got to be able to play defense the way that you play defense. And, and when I used to tell, I used to tell Pop, Pop, let me and D Rob do what we do out here. We we got we got you, Pop. We got you. <laughs> you probably was better back then, but <laughs> it still ain't bad. Yeah, he's good, man. Well, hey, a few weeks ago on this podcast, we uh, Clint and I did a Razorback basketball draft. Okay. okay. Where we drafted players from Nolan era to now. Okay. And and we picked kind of like our favorites, but also we thought we put together what we thought would be the best teams. Okay. Okay. And I want to I want to tell you our teams we got. I have and a feeling. I apologize because I, I should have picked you number one, Big O. That's I'm gonna, all right. I'm going to tell you. I'm going <laughs> to tell you the teams, and you can tell me what how you, you think the game would come out. Okay. And I know which team you're going to say is the best. <laughs> going to be mine. Okay. Now this is Clint's team, Big C's team. Corey Beck. Okay. Moses Moody. Okay. Corliss Williamson. Mm-hmm. Bobby Portis. Mm-hmm. Alex Dillard mm-hmm. and Audis Tony. We did okay. six. We did a six man. Okay. Okay. Now here's my team. Big O. Okay. Lee Mayberry. Mm-hmm. Gennaro Pargo. Mm-hmm. Todd Day. Mm-hmm. I got Joe Johnson at power forward. And Scotty Thurman. <laughs> First of all, they don't have a defense to stop the offense that we have. <laughs> Corey is probably Corey Beck is probably the only defender for them. Well, he picked all these Tony, you know, okay. that just got through playing for the Hogs. He was a, he was a. That's why he picked him was he was a good defender. You see, I guess I had to match up against Corliss. Um, Lee and Corey match up. I probably put uh. I put Joe on uh, Bobby. Yeah, yeah. Joe on Bobby. That'd be that'd be that'd be fun to watch that game. Yeah, right there. that'd be, be a lot of. I don't know. I don't know if it'd be any forty minutes of hell left, but it'd be some hellation running tired. On on my team, there'd be a lot of shoot, good shooting. For oh sure. yeah, you got you got Todd, Scotty, you know, ISO Joe, you know. Yeah. And I have if you double team me, I have a lot of outlets for threes. Oh, That's yeah, you'd be. You want to say, and I, I picked out Dylan. I'm just gonna be honest because I did enjoy okay. watching like crossover half court and a jack of three. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, that's that's the reason I picked him. But you, he, hey, he ain't gonna hit them all. He ain't gonna hit them all. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, that's right. He he probably all. gonna miss more than he hits, but it'll still be fun to watch. Yeah. That's that little kid in me. I want. I want to see him just. No, and I think, and I picked Par- Pargo is one of my that was kind of a surprise pick because I think he was underrated as a hog. Right. There was times, man. He when he got on, he was on. Now he right. wasn't consistent like Day or Thurman or or Mayberry. You know, but he had nice D too. So you know, yeah. yeah. He was kind so, of a little guy, but you know, he and he he had a good pro career too. I played golf with him. You know, me, him, Brandon Dean, sometimes we get together and play golf. Well, you can tell him that we picked him. Uh, I will. For the All-Star team. Don't, don't say anything. Don't even bring it up to Brandon Dean. He may be soft. 
That's right. Yeah. That guys, let me off. Yeah. He'll be all right. You'll be throwing alley oops to Brandon Dean. Now, Bud Walton is still one of the nicest arenas in college basketball. Now, y'all never did get to play there. No. Do you ever look at it and be like, I mean, you, Ty Day, Lee Mayberry, the entire squad think we we built this. We 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 talked one time about it. I think the uh, the day they named the street after Coach Richardson, mm. and I looked at Ty and I'm like, "Can you imagine playing in front of twenty two thousand? Oh man! I'm like, nope. He said, "I wouldn't want to." <laughs> he said, "He said it'd probably be more trouble." I was like, "That too," but you know, it, it's crazy going from nine thousand to twenty two thousand. I mean, Barn Hill was a great gym. Mm-hmm. And I can just imagine how we could have it rocking if I was playing the Bud Walton. Oh, Let's right, just yeah. say that our Bud Walton was Reunion Arena, but but Barnhill South. So that was oh, our yeah. Bud I, No, I remember that. I mean, it was like, that, that was the that was the, like the Arkansas Invitational. Struck him out, baby. Yeah, really? so, you know, it's, it's I, I, when I went and talked to Bobby and them, when Coach Anderson was speaking, first thing I said was, you know, you're welcome. Yeah. Because if it was for us, y'all wouldn't have this nice facility, a nice practice facility. I mean, they practice facility like an NBA facility. Yeah. It's crazy. The training room is super duper. They got indoor. I mean, they got a, a damn, sacrifice bunt. Mm. Mm. Oh, well. But yeah, you know, it's, it's, I'm just really happy for the people of Fayetteville and this in the state of Arkansas because they really deserve it. They don't have any professional teams and they deserve it. I'm glad the football teams is, is getting better and the stadium is bigger. It's just, it's just yeah. now, it's great. Have you met Coach Pittman? I haven't met him yet. No. I, yeah. Okay. I'm just curious what your thoughts were on him. I mean, obviously, you know, we all fans, we all love him. Mm-hmm. compared to what we were under Morris, so. Yeah, he's going to do a good job. You know, we just – you just have to be patient. When you get new coaches, you have to understand a lot of the, the coaches coming in is not their players. So they have to go out and get the players that they want and fit their system. And once they get into the system, you know, it's going to be pretty good. I think that our football team is going to do really good this year. I, I really do. I feel I that. Really- I no, feel no. that we're not going to be at the bottom of the, <laughs> of the conference. I'm just glad we finally started winning some games in the SEC. Yeah, that's, sure. that's what's good. Oh, I think we're going to be very, very, very good next year. I've, I've got a, I've got a met little man crush on KJ Jefferson. So. <laughs> <laughs> if he stays healthy, no telling how far he can get us to go. Yeah, no, for real. Yep. Yeah, Clint's, yep. Clint's definitely the president of his fan club. But you're and right. I, and I said, and I said last year when we were talking podcast. You know, I know it's weird. We're talking to big old Oliver Miller about football, but it's all good. Yeah, but 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 I said we'll have a good year if KJ special. Mm-hmm. If KJ special will have a very good year, and KJ was very special. Right, he did good, and you know he had some wide receivers. Even though one wide receiver got hurt, uh, you know our defense did pretty good. So. It's going to be exciting next year. I'm, I'm trying to make it some, some games and not when it's cold and rainy, but hopefully when it's yeah, yeah. <laughs> sunshiny. So, so I'm trying to make some games, especially make some basketball games. Yeah. Well, well, Tell us what you think about, the, about Muss and the basketball team right now. Because like you said, you guys laid the foundation. I mean, you know, you can say Sutton and Moncrief, you know, kind of started it. And they, they prepared mm-hmm. it for y'all. For sure, and I'm sure you would say that, but y'all did so much, especially moving into the SEC was a game changer, and uh, and y'all were the ones that made us viable for the SEC because really in football we weren't viable for right. the, and so y'all were the ones that said made the SEC say, hey, this Arkansas can add to us to add to what we have. Because at least in basketball, they're going to be a top ticket. They're going to be a top ticket like Kentucky. And you were. Right. And, and, and of course, no one, of course, within Cordes and them brought it in. But y'all were the foundation and continued the foundation. So 
you're getting to see the fruit of your labor in a lot of ways. So what do you see in Musselman and, and with the way the game has changed with the transfer portal and NIL and all that, you know, is he, you think he's going to be able to sustain what he's doing? And where, I, I, talk, I always talk to coach throughout the year. And like I told someone on the podcast before, once you get guys believing in your system and believing in what you're, what you're about, then there's no telling how far you can go. Mm. When Coach Richardson gave us a system, we believed in the system, we bought in the system, we trusted the system, and we went out and did what we had to do. With Musman, that's the same thing. Because I'm going to be honest, when we played against um, Gonzaga, I was nervous. Because I was looking at Jay Mm. as me when we played against Arizona with three seven-footers. So I'm like, okay, Jay... You got two seven-footers, one go outside, both they both can go outside. You know, you're going to be in foul trouble, what? Yeah. But with Musselman having the NBA coaching experience, mm. he knows how to prepare the guys, and he prepared yeah. them very well. And they shocked the hell out of me because I, I really was worried about the two bigs inside. That's why I was worried about. Yeah. But he got the guys, he got the guys prepared, and, you know, now that – Next year is just going to be sky the limit. I, I I totally agree with you on that Gonzaga game, and I was worried about that for what you said. Not only were those big guys, but those were big guys that were going to go outside and shoot it. Right. And and it was going to take Jalen was pretty much our only our only big only man big, inside. You know, I mean, really, I mean, uh, I guess Johnson was six eight. He didn't get to play all that, you know, all that much. Then I was worried because, you know, Gonzaga number one and Arkansas mm-hmm. just not getting back on the map and scene again that they show a little favoritism. Mm-hmm. But, you know, our, our guys came out and they played very, very well. And I was, mm-hmm. you know, real excited and I was happy for them. Like I said, I'm happy for the state. I'm happy for the city. I'm happy for the school. This next year, and I know the sky's the limit. Hopefully next year we win the SEC. No, there's there's no reason, especially the recruiting class that he's got coming in. Um, Three just, McDonald All Americans—that's more yeah. than we had. <laughs> now, how hard? Now, 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 now you you obviously you laid this killer foundation, you and the guys. How hard was it watching us for you to watch us struggle post Nolan? Because I mean, there it was, was some, there was some, there was some dark years. It wasn't really hard. It was just, you know, mm, I don't know, sad. I yeah. felt kind of bad because, you know, they had to struggle. Yeah. I felt bad for the team. I felt bad for the city because, you know, we and Bud Walton, we came and, you know, we came to get 10,000 people in the support. I mean, I know it was a COVID situation and all that stuff. But still, though, now that we got back to selling out the crowd, selling out the gym, you know, now we're back. We're back to Arkansas basketball. Yeah. And, you know, I just hope we can just keep it going on for years and hopefully bring another championship in. That would be lovely. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, and as a, you know, me and Clint have talked about on here quite a bit that as a Hog fan, we may not have ever seen a better time to be a Hog fan than right now. When you talk about football, the excitement, basketball is back on top you know the closest thing we've seen was y'all's day and then the cordless days of basketball and we're seeing that kind of excitement in three sports right now yeah and really four if you count softball and then you got the track as well oh yeah women's women's basketball i mean the job neighbors is doing they went down a little bit this year but oh got them picked them off baby that a boy turner now, did you hear about the uh, the uh, radio show host in Northwest Arkansas jumping on? Yeah, I, I read some of it, but then they show the picture of the guy. I'm like, man, this guy can't run the first base without getting winded. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, you have a lot of people. You have a lot of people that's out here just just want to be heard. They don't know what they're talking about. They don't know that's anything. Right. They just want to be heard. Hear a voice. Try to get they, you know, they listeners, uh, the people that are listening, they trying to get the bell, so the yeah. views and all that. So it's, I mean, I people like that, I ignore. 
because they don't know no better. And then, right. and then when I look at the guy, I'm like, really, man, well, throw you- him an underhand pitch, hit a softball. You can tell all the infielder come in, and I guarantee you, he won't get past first. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd be about like me or Travis criticizing somebody on American Ninja Warrior or something. Yeah. That's right, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, we couldn't hang on longer. Yeah. And then it's like, you know, why why would you want to pick on a, a, a young man, a kid? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? These, these well, and, and think about, did you see what Turner said? Uh-uh. All he said was, Sometimes it's hard when you see the comments on Twitter. It was pretty much what he said. Well, that ain't the exact quote. But he was just saying, responding to, sometimes it is hard when you see people commenting on Twitter. He was, all these reporters just want you athletes to be honest with them. He was being honest. It is tough to see people criticize you publicly on Twitter. That would be hard for anybody. I mean, I'm sure that radio show host, is having a hard time with it right now because everybody they got t-shirts to say rental player now. Oh, is that where that came from? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because he called him a rental player because he's a graduate transfer. I mean, you just guys like that, you just have to ignore them. That's right. You always got guys like that that just try to get reactionary so they can come back and say, well, look how well look how you reacted, whatever. I'm just glad when I was playing, we didn't have the social media crap. Yeah. Hell, we barely had Google. We barely had dial up. I mean, shit. Like I told my grandson, <laughs> I said, we used to have dial up. I, I hit uh, sign in, go to the grocery store, go get something to eat, come back, and it still ain't signed in. So, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just it's just crazy, man. It's, That's right. You know, hopefully, uh, hopefully he got, you know, in trouble for that. I mean, I don't know, but no, he did. He got he got at least suspended. I don't remember. I don't think he's been they, terminated. He got suspended yeah. indefinitely. In there. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, when you get, when you get, People like that, you just have to be careful who you get open forum to because you have some idiots out here and just, just want to be heard. That's all it is. Well, and, and speaking of which, you know, nowadays, you know, college sports have changed, you know, especially in the last couple of years with the transfer portal, portal and the NIL. What what do you see with that? Do you how do how do you uh like how would that affected your teams, you think? If you were, if that would have happened what, during, man, you? I was thinking, I'm like, shit. I guess me and Mr. Bud Walton, we'd be good friends, huh? Spice <laughs> and chicken, uh, <laughs> that's right. You'd be <laughs> what other big people around there? Oh, Walmart Deli all day long. Right? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you know, Walmart was a big thing, so I'm pretty sure we had Walmart locked that's down. Right. But you know, it's just, it's crazy, man. It's. I mean, like like now in the NBA, they just make everything so easy for them. Now they want to shorten the season so they can make – man, look, we played 82 games, no days off. Yeah. Uh, you're getting hit upside the head. You're getting picked up off the floor every game. You're getting hit. Now they make it so soft. And training camp, you only have four days or two days, and you only have two hours. Shit, when I was playing, man, we're going three and a half, two, two days. Yeah. Ain't no time off. You know, I, in my, my year in Toronto, I was the second person leading minutes behind Anthony Mason. Wow. I didn't get no days off. I played back-to-back. I remember playing Indiana. I played the whole game plus two overtimes. Yeah. And still went to practice the next day and played the next game. So I'm like, mm. you know, they just – I don't know, man. It's, it's just crazy. And now but they're what, taking all these d- games off, man. I mean, so what yeah, was now it? you get to take days off and, and stay with your family. Shit, we was playing. We were going two and a half weeks of, uh, at a time. Yeah. <laughs> so what so, was it like living in Canada? Cold. Cold. <laughs> cold. Cold as hell, it'd be. Uh, first time I've ever experienced 22 below zero. Ooh. Yeah, maybe that's a new for me. Cold. Dog. I like an Arkansas cold. Just cold every now. No, nah, I don't like cold. I can't golf in it. I don't like it. Okay. Gotcha. <laughs> now you, you were talking about practices a while ago, and one of the things that everybody talked about when y'all were playing was how difficult Nolan's practices were. How tough were they? Mentally, it was really a mental thing. Was it? If he getting into your head. Then, then he knows that you're weak-minded. It'd be hard, but people fail to realize my freshman year, the first meeting 
Coach Richardson had with the team was he walked in, we all sitting around, he got up and said, well, welcome to hell, and walked out. <laughs> so we sitting around like, what the hell? <laughs> so the next day, it was hell. We started running. Yeah. But um, see, when we start a season, the first two weeks, we'll go two hours, two and a half maybe. Once we get in the preseason, we can knock it down to an hour, hour and a half. But once we got in the season, we were no, we were never in the gym longer than forty five minutes because it was always go 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 go. We didn't believe he didn't believe in water breaks. If he catches drinking water, he's gonna run us to somebody throw up. Um, you know, we was always ranked number one practice in the NCAA tournament because I guess just we always had thirty minutes left. Because we just uh, three-man weave, three-on-two, two-on-one, one-on-one, two-on-two, three-on-three. You know, we did all those drills. It's done. Stop. Boom, 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 boom. Five-on-five. Okay, that's in. Let's go. Yeah. So, you know, but when the hard days, let's just say that that big jug of Gatorade will be nothing but ice at the end. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be like, you know how we worry little kids, hey, hold it up. Push the button. That's how we worry <laughs> practice. <laughs> Everybody's doing that. That's right. Yeah. Tilt it, tilt it. Yeah. Save me some. Save me some. Yeah. So I mean, it was it was, but my second year and third year, fourth year, it just became easy because we knew yeah. what to expect, and coach knew that we were going to be in shape, so he really didn't have to go hard with us. He he yeah. he trusted us to do what we had to do, right. and so we just did what we had to do. Now y'all had to part of one of y'all's practices, I guess, every year was running up that hill. Oh that? yeah, Cleveland Hill. Cleveland Hill, that's right. That was Monday. We we ran on Tuesdays and th Thursdays, Monday, Wednesday, Friday with weights. So mm -hmm. what we do? We start at Barn Hill, run up that hill, go to Cleveland Hill, run down that hill, run all the way around, and come back on Oliver Street, and then we'll come back around. And that was that was tough. Yeah. And then it, sometimes we'll run the hill, then he'll take us to the stadium, and we have to run stadiums. Ooh. In the so, football yeah. stadium? Huh? In the football stadium? Yeah, the student side, though, not the, not the other side, the student. I mean, like, oh, thank, thank goodness you ain't got to do that now. Ooh, yeah. now when I was at Tech, now, one time Mullins made us run 50 bleachers. Now, it was a D2 stadium, so it wasn't that bad. And I got to about 25. I'm like, you know what? I'm not a quitter, but I may jump off this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a quitter, but I'll end it all. <laughs> yeah, those stadiums, they are beasts, man. They they'll get you. Yeah. Well, man, uh what what would you say if if you ever probably your highlight playing in the NBA, what was probably the the biggest game or biggest biggest thing you remember? 1993 Mother's Day, game five against the Lakers. We Tell were, us a little bit about that game, Big O. Well, we had the best record, number one seed. Mm. So Lakers come in, they beat us the first two games. Then we had to go to the farm and Paul Westfalls, you know, had trust in me and Richard Dumas to go out and play. Mm. And we did pretty good and came back game five. I remember exactly, it was Mother's Day and we had to go in overtime. I remember having like, you know, First five or six points of overtime, block shots and rebounds. So I helped the team get to the next level, you know, get to the finals. But that was that's that probably was, the best highlight of, of my career right there. That was your second year, right? My first year. Oh, it was your first year. season. Yep. No, okay, no, what right, was it like going to 92, but you yeah. played in the 90s. Like going from Nolan to West Paul. What what I mean, was that a big adjustment? Yeah, because the guy in West Paul seems more laid back. Training camp came around. I'm like, this is it? <laughs> <laughs> they like, yeah. But then I, I understood that we had a veteran team, so Paul didn't really want to, you know, run us too bad. So we went in, and in the morning times, we'll notate. We'll get loose, run over plays. Then in the evening time, we'll be taped and we'll do more scrimmaging. But as far as like Nolan Richardson conditioning, you know, it was it was a cakewalk. Yeah. Now you said uh, one of your favorite players was Barkley. Uh, 
what was it like playing with him right away? It like was, that? it was, yeah, it was fun. It was fun. You know, just, just to play with a person that you look up to and you be on the court with them and, you know, just, it was exciting. I mean, he's a crazy dude. I mean, the stuff that he says and do on TV, mm-hmm. he does it in real life. So yeah, what y'all see on TV is him. Yeah. One now, of the things that always impressed me about him was I always said he did more with less. You know, he's not the tallest guy out there. Right. He's, he's fast and he's strong, but he's not the strongest. He's not the biggest. He's not the fastest. You just but he, the way he used his body, the way he used his shoulders to create separation, the way he used his hips, mm-hmm. get shots off on guys that were towering over him, you know, because he, what was he, like 6'5", something like Six that? 6'4". Four. 6'4", four, yeah. yeah. And he was shooting over David Robinson and, you know, I mean, guys like that were guarding him at times, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, am, am I accurate there as far as what, describing his game? I mean, that's just me yeah. on the outside looking in. Yeah, it, it's hard to stop him one-on-one. I remember playing against Golden State my second year. Don Nelson thought that, you know, he wasn't going to double-team Charles. And that's when he had 30-some points in the first quarter. <laughs> so it was like, you know, you don't want to double-team him? Okay, well, let's go. <laughs> yeah. Let's get this dub. No, is your golf shot look? Does your golf shot look better than his? Hell no. I mean, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I, I thought you said, "Is it like his?" No. <laughs> My back wouldn't be able to take that. <laughs> I'd like. I'm like, man, you must have the worst. I don't know how your golf shot could look worse. <laughs> no, no, no. It, no. it is pain. It is painful looking. Painful. Yeah. Real painful. But he's what, what are you, got out of that a little bit though. Huh? And he got that hitch out of it a little bit here lately. Yeah, but you know, uh, Charles used to be a scratch golfer. And when we played together and we played in a golf tournament, him and Danny Ainge was playing in the group behind me. Mm-hmm. And we'll be like 150 out. And he'll tee off and he'll fly, fly us at the 150 mark. And he'll just pass through us. I'm like, all right, guys, got to go. And now, I guess, after he hit a kid doing a tournament or whatever, that's what brought the hitch. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, he, I heard him interviewed one time. He said someone told him he needed to slow down his backswing or something, and he started doing it, and he couldn't get stopped doing it or something. But I can see where something like what you were saying would, yeah. would make a difference there, too. Yeah. There's a lot of times on things like that, there's mental, you know. Mental it's like a – I guess that documentary Shaq did when uh, I guess was it uh, his old coach from LSU uh, was talking to him. Mm-hmm. He asked and he asked him about his free throws, and he said he said I could hit free throws in practice like nobody's business. He said, but when I got out there on the court, I started thinking about what everybody else in those stands was thinking. Mm. And he said, so I couldn't. He said that messed me up. He said, I was so scared to miss that I missed a bunch. And um, so, yeah, sometimes those kind of things can get in your mind. Well, man, um, so one more, que- one more question about the Hogs next year. He's getting on all these – he's got these stud high school guys. He's got all these transfers. We've got 11 new players, right? What do you think that's going to look like trying to blend that team together for next year to play through the season? It's really all up to the guys, you know, if they want to, if they want to buy into the system, be a team, or they want to buy into the system, be an individual player. You know, when you have so much talent, I mean, look at Golden State. They so damn deep that it doesn't matter. I mean, because you, you're so deep that you can trust your players. Yeah. And if he has, you know, all these transfers and you got three back down all Americans, the thing is to get them on the same page. That's right. To get them to believe in each other. Because that's one thing we did. Mm-hmm. I knew Lee was going to give him hell, bring the ball up the court. But he also knew that if he got beat, I was going to be there to block the shot. Yeah. So, and I, I feel that once they get that togetherness going, 
Hmm. It probably probably be mid season that they really get it, get it. But it's gonna be hard. It's gonna take time though. Well, I could definitely see some ugly games and some callers coming and calling in drive time sports like Randy. This ain't gonna work. <laughs> it well, takes time. It, it's it's gonna take time. Fans are fans for a reason. They're fickle. Yeah, gotta love them. Yeah. <laughs> but when things are going good, man, they're they're great to have around. But uh, well, man, Big O, this has been. This has been a true. It's been just it's a, been a dream come true. It, it, this was, when Travis called me, I'm like, you just tell when can he come on? I will be on. <laughs> I'll leave my job right now. <laughs> like, please tell me you need me to leave my job right now. I'll come on. I was an I was an only child. Man, I really enjoyed it. Now I'm sitting there bored. <laughs> Damn quarantine. Hopefully get out of my system soon so I can get back on this golf course. But there you, you go. Know, Appreciate you guys. Well, man, you know, you I was, when I was in junior high and, you know, I was, I loved playing basketball, even though I wasn't very good at it. And I was, I was good for a fat guy. Yeah. No, I don't want to give it away. Who do you think is a better basketball player between me and Bigger T? I'll tell you the answer after you guess, but it, yeah. it's very one sided. Uh, I would say, you since you say it's one sided. No, well, no, it's him. He's he's. I think I beat him <laughs> twice, one on one. He 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 had he had that meat hook, and you can't get across his body to block it, yeah. and it just and my, my hey, shot. Yeah. Hey, that's what we had to use our size for to block off the little people. Yeah, man, right. man, my my shot looks like I've had both arms amputated. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> well, <Like> alligator arms. <laughs> I was. I don't know. Yeah. I was decent at basketball because I spent all that time on the court by myself in my imagination playing games as big O. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm I'm taking in passes from Lee Mayberry and turn around dunking it on my eight and a half foot goal, baby. I was (laughs) King of the streets of Wooster right there, big O. I ain't heard of it. That's right. Oh uh I come from the same hometown that well, me and Clinton, I both do I was in a community called Wooster, which mm-hmm. is where Caden Wallace, the third baseman for the Hogs, is from. Okay, where is that at in Arkansas? It's near Conway. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, we, Well, we went to high school at Greenbrier, which oh, is okay. just, just outside of Conway. But uh, anyway, is man, before, seriously. Is, before, is it before Conway or after Conway going to Little Rock? It's, uh, it's like if Thanks. you turn to go to Branson from Conway. Oh, okay, I got you. I like got you. Start north toward Branson from Conway. Yeah. It's about about fifteen minutes. Oh, okay. Right there, but man, seriously, we uh, you know, you, you and and your guys, man, y'all did so much for our fandom growing up, and uh, you played with class, and you played, you know, hard. You put out hundred percent effort, you know, and you've been dedicated to the Hogs ever since. And man, we we appreciate that. And uh, we hey, I really appreciate you guys, man. And I, man, I've been loving your Twitter. You know, as far as just keeping up with the games, it's <laughs> it's been it's been a blast. That's right. So encourage everybody to follow Big O on Twitter. Uh, what's your Twitter handle again? Uh, hold on, I don't even know. <laughs> uh, it is uh, capital O Miller. Yep, O Miller zero three zero three. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, follow him on Twitter so you can. Uh, we'll get him that blue check mark soon enough. Okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, Mitch, got to run on third, two outs. And uh, man, but seriously, we appreciate you big time. Thank you for having me, man. Hope you get to feeling better. You're, well, I know you're feeling pretty good, but get that through quarantine so you can get out there and get in that uh, golf game. I appreciate it. Thank you guys yeah. for having Playing me. with your grandkids. How many grandkids you got? I have two and one on the way. Oh, congratulations, man. Thank you. Thank now, you. now, you do work technology about like a grandpa because you're like, you're, I don't even know my Twitter handle. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I would have had a blue check mark, but I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Big O. Right. Yeah, enjoy it, man. But uh, we do appreciate you. And uh, that's it for this episode, y'all. You can. We're on YouTube, we're on Apple, Spotify, uh, Amazon, 
anywhere you find podcasts, uh, be sure and listen to us, download us. And y'all look for my boy Big P on Farmers Only? Yeah, I've still got my account on Farmers Only. Uh, <laughs> single ladies, the DMs are wide open. Wide open. <laughs> I'm sure will forward your DM to Travis if, if he needs to. What kind of man he is. <laughs> this has been the Big C, Bigger T podcast starring the one and only Big O. How do you like them apples? Yeah. Sweat. What? Get filthy 